right post. It's a good delivery, and Kizzy's there, and it's in! Joe Kizzy! And Jacob Greaves has touched it in! Welcome back, everybody. Uh, welcome to the In Time Notebook. You remember who we are? I just about remember this podcast exists. I bet plenty of you thought that we'd um, we'd having a prolonged absence after October, but we're back um, here almost every single week to mark your card for the weekend across the EFL. Set piece threats, rampaging wing backs, forward thinking holding midfielders. Every single one of them gets a rapturous applause and an arm around the shoulder in the pages of the Any Time Notebook. Regular listeners, welcome back. New listeners. Great to have you on board. Joining me, as always, to run the rule over the EFL card, a, sh- a shortened EFL card this weekend, is John Bywater. John, good evening. How are you doing? Not bad, mate. Thank you. You? Not too bad. Did you enjoy your time away? It was fantastic. And we're just, just easing ourselves back in with the shortened card, as you say. We thought, we even even we can't battle off seven losers on this shortened card, surely, John. Uh, we'll, possibility, we'll looking at the notes. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't miss much, did we? Um, Lassa Sorensen brace against Cheltenham. What, about yeah. three weeks after putting him up for 125 to 1 to do the same? Do you see Scott Malone scored for Gillingham as well? All of these things thing, had things happen while we were away. And I saw Conor O'Riordan opened his account for Crew, another one we put up nice and early in the season. Good threat for Crew, who continue to go well. John, did you, did you look on forlornly at anything whilst we were away? Uh, well, that that Sorensen one was the one that just it just sort of makes you chuckle, really, doesn't it? I saw, I, I just happened to turn on the scores, and it was the first name I saw. And then I looked back again, and he scored, scored too. So <laughs> you just you do some, you sometimes wonder whether some of this is written in the stars, but let's not well, go too deep. And you just correctly mentioned before we started recording that he's now injured, so we're back just in time for him to get injured. That's right, yeah. He heard, he heard we were coming back. <laughs> I won't play for a few weeks, lads. I did think the um, the anti post update podcast that we did a couple of weeks ago had a had a generous start in the in the weeks um, in the weeks after we press record. How how many often running now got a hat trick and another couple as well. So I think he's what four or five off the pace in League Two after you'd astutely put him up at eighty to one. I think he's well, yeah, more than well less than half the price of that now. Chris Long got a couple in as well, just three off the pace in League Two. Um, they finally cut Jamie Reed in in League One as well. Who's got a I think he got a brace last weekend and. No, just one off the lead in uh, and Jamie Vardy three and four starts although um yeah not not seeing out much of the 90 but um but yeah it's good good worthwhile doing that and hopefully we've put up a bit of value that was a we'll reflect on that with some positive thoughts shall we John yeah sorry positive for you um that was good it does it that, some of those are looking quite quite decent now like you say um did um I think did Wimbledon miss a penalty last week as well? Or am I going mad? Uh, yeah, Tilly missed it, didn't he? Yeah, he missed he? one, right? Yeah, so that, that yeah. could be good news as well because um, I can't imagine. I don't know. It'd probably be fifty-fifty for the next one, but there's a chance El Hamidi could uh, get back on that trail. Who knows? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but he's certainly. Uh, hey, the point we made a couple of weeks ago was that. He's leaving plenty on the table, right? And he's um, starting to help himself to some of that missing XG. Um, hey, John, we've seen a couple of changes 
in managers across the football league. I guess no championship action. We were just talking about Wayne Rooney's press conference before we press record. But before that, we've had Hughes and Harris gone in League Two. Um, any, it, it was coming for both. Either Harris is a, an odd one, but I did tend to think they spent all that money, didn't they, last what last winter? And um, yeah, I think standard of football is they probably could have expected a little bit more, and he still didn't manage to kind of reduce that average age. Very much a, very much a. a a type manager, isn't he? And um, perhaps not seeing the uh, quite the flexibility that, that the board wanted. Any thoughts? I John? think so. Um, I think I think Hughes. You can't really make an argument for pretty. And I thought I'll come on to it later, but I've listened to Kevin McDonald, who's in, in interim charge. Um, mm. He also says he wants to carry on playing. So I noted that last time I checked, he was the favourite for the job, but um, I'm not sure about that. But the way he talks about Hughes is not, without being direct, you know, he's having a few digs at him basically saying we're going to be a lot more attacking and not on the back foot. So I don't get the impression Hughes was particularly popular. Um, It's better with with at least some of the squad. You don't normally hear that these days, but especially Mm. a big name like Hughes. So, Two wins since any... he's gone, I think, isn't it? So yeah, can't complain. Yeah, be yeah. Swindon and I don't. Grimsby I don't think there's any complaints there. But with Harris, it's one of those. You look at it on paper. I'm sure there was a lot of people saying what, what what's happened here. But they're just so dour. They were just so dour to watch, you know. And and this season, we've. I think he's been a little bit unlucky in that the league two goal average is so much higher than every other league. Um, you got a lot of that is Notts County and Wrexham, but these owners at Gillingham are gonna they're gonna look at maybe Wrexham a little bit, but Notts County and think, you know, these games are entertaining. You know, why can't even if it's not to that extreme, but just going a goal up and then shutting up shop, even though it was working to a degree, I don't think that really cuts the mustard anymore. It's it's not really a, st- a style that's going to last. No, you've there's progressive types all the way through the English divisions, you know, with, with you know, academy managers, under 21 managers, just playing a certain brand of football, being attractive propositions for, you know, Premier League low knees. And you do kind of sense that, you know, Harris to me does represent a bit of the old school. And um, yeah, you do get yeah, a sense he's, that. He'll uh, still get another job, but mm. it won't be. That's that's the thing. It's different. The the budget and what they've spent there, you know, they needed to be top six really, mm. minimum. And if you're not, and you've also with that budget, you've got to do a little bit more than just being hard to beat. I think. Absolutely, uh, John. I don't know about you, but I didn't wasn't able to walk down the street in the last two weeks without someone telling me, "Hey, when's the Jew Index going to be back?" It's on the tip oh, of people's tongues. <laughs> I did think, yeah, I think I saw it on um, a few websites mentioned as well. Has anyone seen Very the Dew Index? My, my wife keeps shouting at me going, stop trying to make the Dew Index a thing on your podcast. I'm determined to make it where's, a thing. Uh, there was plenty in the, the championship. The music, the music for it, where's that gone? That's music we need, a, we need a new jingle. Yeah, insert jingle right here. the 
championship until next week because there was a few in the championship, but we'll we'll save that and hope, hopefully I'll remember to do the due index next week. League One was interesting. I was very interested last week in Chris Freno Joseph. I wrote oh, 200 yes. words on him being a threat. I think Wickham are interesting. Full stop. They continue to rate them more highly than they did early part of the season. Uh, I think I put him back. I put him up a couple of weeks ago on the, the blog when I remembered to to write down some words. He contribu- contributed absolutely nothing against Portsmouth, but he was back up form last weekend. He was picked out from a corner and two free kicks. Put all of them wide, but he remains the one, I think, due in League One, as did um, Kane Wilson keeps going on and off the list as well. Got 30 minutes as a right attacking midfielder against Cheltenham. This is for Derby. Neither of them play this weekend, but um, yeah, fingers crossed. I remember these notes next week, John. <laughs> um, I, I know what you're thinking. What about what about League Two, the due index? Well, let me tell you, John. It's um, MK Dons are in terrible form, but if you know, it's Warren O'Hara. Been incredibly busy the last month. Much of it, kind of just being busy and right time, the right place when the ball breaks. And MK Dons have been chasing lots of lots of games recently, but it's noteworthy nevertheless. And the last one on the due index for this week, one who might get a bit of a mention later one for me, but Ethan Pye, going to wrap his left foot around a chance sooner or later for Stockport. Fingers crossed it might be this weekend, but more on that later. Um, John, should we, like I said, a, a shortened coupon this week um should we start off in league one where i think you've got the first of some familiar names yeah this is um this is not a repeat as we like to say but no, i do i do like these uh well one especially familiar name i don't think we've put them up this season but it's going to change today so the first game i've looked at is carlisle versus late orient and um, we're going back to someone you selected a few weeks back here, Gav. It's uh, Mr. Sam Lavelle at 25 to 1. This could be a feisty game. Um, I don't know if you remember, but last season, Wellings got a load of stuff thrown at him by the Carlisle fans. Um, I did check the pictures. It wasn't you. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I was trying to think back to where I was. <laughs> yes, uh, you have been eliminated despite your <laughs> comments about him on this podcast. Uh, it all goes back to when he was in charge of Swindon, apparently. he. Um, I listened to his presser today and he said he they were giving him some stick a few years back and he bit back and the Carlisle faithful have not forgotten that. Um, Wellin said it went too far last season and... Uh, but he says he's forgot forgot about it, but it's the first thing he brought up in the conference. So <laughs> I, I don't think he has. Um, I thought it was interesting, Paul Simpson, who seems a thoroughly likeable bloke, um, he suggested in a, his usual polite style that maybe if Wellin stuck to being a bit quieter in the technical area, he might be okay. So mm. there's a little bit of something there, even though they did play together at Donny and um, Wellin did go on to say, he really likes Paul Simpson, but I think it could be a feisty affair. Anyway, that's got absolutely nothing to do with Sam Lavelle, but <laughs> as you can tell, I haven't got enough notes to fill this section. Uh, he's been made captain in uh, Paul Huntington's injury absence. Uh, he was captain for the fine win at Bolton they had uh, last week. Um, Paul Simpson called him an outstanding leader. 
Um, again, that doesn't score your goals, but it's good filler. Um, I won't repeat the case you made, but one thing what's tipped me over the edge for him is he, he did score against Orient in 2021 when he was at Morecambe. So there we go. We've got a little bit gonna, of. Um, I, I was going to mention that. I was just looking through the just looking through the form, going, yeah, he got the um, 15th of yeah, December, you, got the equaliser. Uh, <laughs> You know, I spotted that. That was, um, that was that was the thing that tipped me over the edge. And I was just, I was just impressed with. Um, he just seems like he's really made home for himself there now because he he wasn't first choice when he came in in the summer. So anyway, we'll have one point. Sam Lavelle twenty five to one. Love that one. Good old Sam Lavelle. I think. Um... Hey, we're gonna you're gonna talk about another Sam as well, who for a Burton side that I was very impressed with. That was a pretty comprehensive oh, good, yeah. first half against uh, Cambridge on Monday night what a what a Monday night football treat that was but I thought they were I thought they were exceptional yeah yeah they came out of the traps quickly as they, uh, oh, they as did, someone as said they, as they say yeah it could be uh, could be a case of play it against Sam uh, so you already you already said there's two Sams I wonder it could be <laughs> listeners are in suspense here yeah it's uh, Lincoln versus Burton I was digging around all of the defenders' scoring records with it being a reduced program because you get a bit more time to do that. Uh, certainly a good use of a Wednesday morning, I think. Um, <laughs> possibly not. And uh, an old friend who's never done us a favour, but good old Sam Hughes, 25-1 to 1 as well. It just stuck out like a sore thumb that he, sco- he scored for Burton against Lincoln, not just last season, but in the last two seasons. So you've got to... With someone who hasn't scored an absolute bucket load of goals, that there could be something in that. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice to have on your side. Um, mm-hmm. In truth, he has been a bit quiet this season, but his 90-minute XG average is still 0.07, which isn't terrible. Just a slight drop. I'm a little bit concerned after watching that Cambridge game that the man I can never pronounce, Ole, Ole go on, Gav. That's it, that's the one, yeah, my my good friend. Um, (laughs) I couldn't do that at all then, but I just thought he dominated everything again, didn't he? Um, Shot happy as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, he just loves it. Um, Got his first of the season, probably the first Mm -hmm. of many, but his price is what it is these days. So at the price available, let's hope uh, Hughes can make it three and three against Lincoln. So one point, Sam Hughes, 25 to one. I do, I do love that. It's normally the difference between next best and nap, isn't it? If you put up a selection and you scroll down and go, oh, scored against them last season, scored, scored against them Two. seven I, seasons I ago. Well, that's yeah. a nap material now. <laughs> Things like that. Um, excellent work, John. Couple of Sams in, in, in League One. Um, I had nothing in League One apart from, yeah, reflecting on how impressive Burton were. Should we head down into League Two? Um, yes, right. You, you go first in League Two. I'll you go, go first then, give you a little bit of a break. Um, I picked out, looking through the coupon, I thought Colchester at Forest Green had all the makings of a bottom of the table shootout. It, at first glance, it looked like a bit of a set piece frenzy. It, it, just tough to make a case for some of the usual suspects. You know, Connor Hall, Ryan Innes maybe. I think Reese Welsh was a bit short for a player who's one from a hundred in competitive football despite, despite plenty of good chances. And all of them hey, rating highly on aerial dual win percentage. Jaden Fevrier is another one that's been in the notebook. He plays on the right-hand side. He's got opened his account for the season in the last couple of games. Really shot happy from distance. He kind of 
tempted to be on the nine to one, but probably not for me. It's there's not much in terms of quality of chances there. So I thought I thought I'd go for something a little bit shorter, and I thought there was arguably some value in Noah Noah Chilvers, who's still only twenty two years old. I still can't believe it when you when you look at him. Amazing, hasn't moved on from Colchester, one of a. You know, seems to have been around for ages. I think that's his fourth full season, but a classy player in this division and the very definition of streaky when it comes to goals. So five and eight at the end of last season, three and six at the beginning of last season, opened his account for the season against Notts County a fortnight ago, but full of attacking output this month. Missed a penalty last week, but we won't let that put us off. Has tended to start further forward when the user at home, but I'd I just I know they were away at Forest Green this weekend, but I still like the idea that we're catching him in the middle of one of those hot streaks against a Forest Green side that, if you look at their league form, they've conceded at least two in every league game for the last six weeks. So Noah Chilvers at nine to two, a short one for me, but I think a good one for me. And like I said, I'm backing to get at least one in in a um, in a in a shootout for Colchester at Forest Green. Um, that's the opener for me, John, in League Two. I know you've got a couple of um, new names, stuff. familiar names. Lead us off, though. Who, where are we going first? Yeah, I'm still in shock that Chilvers is 22. I would have thought he was about 26, but absolutely, yeah. So, like you say, he's because he's been around so long, I guess. But there we go. <laughs> um, what we got? We got a familiar name coming up, but I'm going to save him because it will, really will please some of the regular listeners that he's back. If anyone who's seen the fixtures knew what was oh. coming 16 minutes ago, so, yeah. Yeah. Lee, Lee Hackett knew last three weeks ago. <laughs> he had it circled in August. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, let's mention a different game first: uh, Crew versus Tranmere. I think this is an interesting game. Potential for a lot of goals. Uh, definite uptake in goals at both ends for Tranmere since Atkins has taken over, as we mentioned at the time. Uh, not just that, the the metrics have gone up quite a lot as well for expected goals um, and chances created at both ends. So, And crew are always good for a goal at either end as well. Uh, one player who's probably benefited the most from Atkins taking over is uh, Josh Hawks, who is 130 best price. Uh, 11 goals last season, seemed to have some sort of fallout with uh, Dawes, uh, Atkins' predecessor, and was more of a bit part sub at times for the first months of this season. Uh, interesting that since the managerial change, he's played every minute in every game, uh, even in the cup. So I think it's fair to say Atkins is a big fan, which you can understand when you look at his goal return. Uh, steady role at left wing in all those games. Uh, consistent XGs, some of which are penalties, but even without that, he's still getting away plenty of high, plenty of shots, um, similar to last season, having a quick comparison there. Uh, as I said, I think this is a game for potential of a lot of goals. So the way I'll play this one is we'll have one point Josh Hawks at 100 to 30 and half a point, uh, two plus goals at 28 to one or bigger. Love it. Josh Hawks there for Tranmere. Absolutely right. Yeah, those crew games are full of goals at the moment, aren't they? So um, and plenty of attacking output coming Tranmere's way as well. Love that one, John. Tell you what, I'll finish off before we. Um, I give you the um, give you the big finish. Um, Stockport Harrogate for me next. Seven wins on the bounce for County. They went to Harrogate earlier in the year, stuck three past them. At Quinton, stuck five past them in midweek as well. I'm not, you know, not 
100% down on the home side here. You have to pick your fights. I was with them then when we went away to MK Dons a couple of weeks ago, and that felt like one of those fights for Harrogate, but Stockport at home, I think there's a shade of odds on for Stockport. It doesn't quite feel that way. Mentioned him earlier, but Ethan Pye, given a fair chance, I thought, at 18s, that price looks fairly out of sync with the rest of the market. Callum Camps tries to pick him out with a clever near post run against Doncaster last week. Another couple of far post headers against Forest Green before that. Does have a goal to his name this year as well. So he was on a loan at Gateshead last season. Lovely header against Maidenhead where he's just kind of drifted into the penalty spot and stuck it in, stuck a header, glanced a header into the far post. I thought 18 to 1 was a good price here for a good side up against a. Um, up against the side that might find it a bit tough when Stockport come to town. So Ethan Pye, 18 to 1 for Stockport. Drum roll, please. John, what do we got late? What do we got last? Well, I'll tell you what, Gav, we're get, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a little bit longer for um oh, yeah. for the <laughs> uh, the return of a legend. Um I'm gonna I just mentioned someone that was close for me that um I'm not actually gonna put up as a selection, but the uh, going back to Bradford, I've um, I've noted that, as I said earlier, that from Kevin McDonald's two post-match interviews, he's had a few few subtle digs at Hughes, and he's very insistent on a more attacking approach. So I thought I'd have a look into them. Uh, I think the player who may benefit from that for them is the, by all accounts, the next great young thing at Bradford, who is Bobby Poynton. Mm-hmm. Um, straight back into the starting eleven under McDonald uh, after a few weeks of not being used by Hughes, nabbed his first career goal versus Swindon um, from the right wing. Um, Wimbledon away isn't really the ideal, um, and I hope that it might get a six to one. There's currently nine to two at time of recording, not quite big enough for me. And at the moment, he's not, even against Swindon, he didn't play the full match. So it's not quite someone I'm going to, be interesting yet, but I think he'll be a name that will, will be selected in the coming months if things continue. So he's a name to keep an eye on, I think. Love that. Yep. You don't, you, you love what's coming next. You, no, no, just, you, just you, looking you at that. Bobby Poynton and yeah, full of, full of attacking output. Yeah. And um, it, it, it's interesting what you say there, you know, you, you see a change of manager, change of attitude lots of people you know benched under Hughes but it's a it's a good opportunity for you, you you'll often get some springers in the market right it's just unfortunate that yeah the market might seem to have, have caught up pretty quickly with with someone like Poynton but yeah I get the point yeah you always well, you get the point very good um mm. <laughs> that's a seven out of ten for that one <laughs> to, um, <laughs> I think it's always worth looking at that I've probably said it before but any managerial change, you, you want to have a look at the first couple of games and just see there'll always be at least one or two players that weren't really involved and A, they're maybe a little bit fresher, but B, they've got that added motivation of thinking suddenly they're back in the side and, yeah. you know, especially at this sort of level, that, that can make a difference in a new contract and whatever. So it's always worth looking at. Now, on to the... Um, perhaps the comedy section of this week's pod. I'm not sure. Um, we're going to Grimsby versus Accrington. Um, big gulp, everybody. <laughs> this is, um, you can guess who it is already, so no more no more teasing. It's good old Harvey Rogers at 22 to 1. Um, 
very much one for the ex-club system here. Uh, seven goals in 140 games for Atkinson. If you didn't know that, then you've never listened to this before. Um, pretty sure that I backed him in the 133. He didn't score him. <laughs> but, uh, time is a great healer, Gav. Uh, it's a good good job, really. Um, he, he seemed to go in a very... He's not missed a minute for Grimsby, so he's, he's obviously settled in well there this season. But in terms of chances and attacking output... Very, very quiet start of the season. And he was, I think I mentioned it, when he first went there, probably on the back of last season, he was like 10, 12 to 1. Mm. He, but I'm not just putting this up because the old ex-club system, I've, I've looked into it. In, in the last few games, he's he's had some chances. Uh, 0.49 XG against Crawley, 0.06 for Swindon and 0.1 against Tranmere last weekend. So there, there's definite signs that I've mentioned before that with him, him at the back, um, and Waterfall being benched, there's a definite gap there for Grimsby. Uh, not particularly against Accrington, but they have got a lot of injuries again at the moment. Um, their whole starting midfield from the start of the season is unavailable, even though they're doing quite well. But yeah, there's uh, I think there's enough in the Harvey Rogers price. So we go one point Harvey Rogers at twenty two to one. Absolutely fantastic! Good to see him back, and exactly oh. the right spot as well. And hey, that is a that is a pretty impressive price, and um, certainly the Steve, um, Steve yeah. Freef will be fuming at that when he he, <laughs> <laughs> he hates Harvey Rogers. <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, yeah, he's going to um, he, stri- he strikes you as exactly the type of player that's going to enjoy. Um, his old club coming to visit him this weekend John let's just battle through those as we always forget to do towards the end of the podcast yes. uh, my, uh, Ethan Pye for Stockport for me 18 to 1 a point on that and uh, Noah Chilvers 9 to 2 for Colchester a point on that one as well John um, yeah lead us off what do we have Sam Lavelle 25s that's right, mate. Yeah, Sam Lavelle, 25s, one point League One for Carlisle versus Lake Orient. Uh, one point Sam Hughes, 25 to 1 for Burton at Lincoln. There's no one else called Sam in League One this weekend, or I would have, would have put them up as well. Um, yeah, the Sam system, I can see it now. League Two, one point Josh Hawks, 100 to 30. And half a point, two plus goals, 28 to one. Might get bigger by the weekend, that. And one point on good old Harvey Rogers uh, at 22 to one for, I was going to say for Accrington, for Grimsby versus Accrington. Oh, that's a Freudian slip there. OG, OG incoming. I can, <laughs> I can see it right now. Yeah, five, five minutes OG. There <laughs> <laughs> we go, a. Um, a, a reduced coupon, but six of the most uh, well thought out bets there. <laughs> so it right. must mean we've picked up a player in about what forty percent of the games, which is good for us. Right. Thank goodness the uh, thank goodness the championship isn't on to save us some money and some airtime. Let's, let's let's hope those selections aren't pie in the sky, Gav. Pie in the sky it was staring us right in the face. Yes. Oh. I was trying to think of that all the time you were talking about him and it's come to me 10 minutes later. That's, That's it. Tell you what, we pick a few winners this weekend. It will send chilvers down my spine. Four. No, I'm just uh, looking at words now on paper. 
Um, John, fantastic to be back. Hey, we've got some great stuff coming up over the next few weeks, which we'll which we'll share with people. Um, yeah, good to be back. Um, did you enjoy looking through the coupon this weekend? Good to get your study boots back on, John. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did quite enjoy it. Um, like I say, we've got hopefully we've got something quite a little bit different coming up next week, as well as the, the usual episode. But we will leave that for listeners to discover. Content providers. That's what we are. That's right. Influencers. <laughs> we, the, the customer is king. We want to make sure that you know, it's worth people's time to tune in. Um, it, it, it is worth people's time to tune in, even though John just said, yeah, it was all right being back. <laughs> but um, <Yeah. laughs> honestly, we were, we were, we'll attack it with, with – um, we're enthusiastic, even if it's – doesn't come across every week, but we enjoy being here. And we've done it in 27 minutes, John. A hand, round of applause to us. Um, Not bad, good luck, no, Harvey no. Rogers. Sorry. We wish you well, Harvey. Um, we wish you well. I, I look forward to Steve Freef replying at about 8 p.m. tonight, just <laughs> with, a, with a shaking head or something. 101 that's, landed. That's okay. I there expect it. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Good to speak to you again, John. Welcome back, everyone. As always, uh, look after yourselves. Be lucky this weekend, whatever you're back in. Um, hope it goes your way. And we'll be back next week with a bit more content and another Anytime Notebook this time next week. Yeah.